Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip up racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Chris Lambert. Hey, uh, happy Thursday. Uh, the gang gang, you guys are already here. Welcome gang, gang, back. happy Monday, gang, gang. For y'all, this was just a just happy a, Monday. This was just yeah. a glitch, a little glitch for y'all, for yeah. uh, freeloaders. Hey, happy Thursday. Yeah, I guess that's all you get. If you guys weren't aware, freeloaders, uh, the gang, gang is up and running on Patreon. It for, is up and running for three dollars. You get I the Monday episode. That our listeners ticked up a couple. Yeah, I our five dollar people though now get the Thursday episode also on Monday. You get both. So that's the gang gang. So you can join. We don't jump you in. There's no there's no violence. You can just join the gang yes. gang and uh, pay five bucks to get the, the both episodes basically on Monday every week, uh, along with Woke Files and um, anything else we put behind the paywall, the occasional. We've done a couple. Uh, we've done a couple other things behind the paywall. We've done like movie review things. I'm trying to raise a daughter. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, Ava. She probably doesn't. She can't hi. hear you. You <laughs> said hi, Ava. Oh, she can't hear me. No, because... But I wave. She doesn't have headphones waved on. waved at you, Ava. She ran away. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're using the Skype. We're using the Skype access on yeah, it. We're, we're Skyping <laughs> in with... It's <laughs> yeah, our new thing now. We're using the Skype on it. It's kind we're of gonna, become a new thing. We're going to just... Is, do we have Skype on that other one? We could just stay at our own houses and Skype. Uh, we can't do that. Well, we'd have to get microphones, like good mi- regular microphones, to hook up to the computers. You want to try to hook that up? And uh, we actually have the equipment. Yeah, if you want to make that happen, yeah. we can definitely make that ha- start happening. Um, but then there's the other thing of like, well, what, oh, what, there's more. We could off mic. We could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, gang, gang, and freeloaders, welcome to the podcast on different days. So if you got, if you guys in the gang, gang want to taunt freeloaders by cryptically talking about what happened on Thursday without really revealing uh, tweet that at us and we'll we'll uh, we'll retweet it <laughs> with a some kind of freeloader hashtag so the freeloaders will be intrigued the hashtag is uh, my boy uh, my boy sent me the hashtag let me see he does have a freeloader hashtag oh my boy Ro he's out there probably listening right now because he's a fucking freeloader right and he he's trying to Listen to all the way on Thursday. He's trying to trademark the the hashtag. Let me find what he put. All the way days from now. I mean, who knows what will have happened in the world. He said the hashtag patent has cleared. Fucking freeloader for life. (laughs) F-F-L-F-L. Hashtag (laughs) F-F-L-F-L. Well, that's on you if you want to be a freeloader for life. I mean, you know, 
<laughs> it's F- fucking freeloader for life. For life. F-F-L-F-L. Yeah, that's well. That's the freeloader hashtag. You know, that sounds like, uh, for life sounds like gang terminology. <laughs> and we've got a gang gang. We do have a gang gang. For already. life. <laughs> so, for life? Yeah. Uh, we also have some emails and comments this week. Do you want to you go ahead and say that thing that you had to say? I don't know if it's something that can be an on mic or off mic thing. It's up to you, man. I mean, you know how do I feel about. Do you want me to do it now? You know how I feel about. Do you this want me to shit. say it now? <laughs> do you want up, me to ask you guys now? Completely up to you. Okay, is it a thing? Is it just because of the advent of social media, or is it a thing that where anxiety and depression? To have it is like a cool thing. I think it's possible. Cool. I wouldn't say cool. I would say it's a far more open conversation than it used to be. Um, so it's, granted, whenever something becomes trendy, you are going to have trend hoppers who now say, I'm depressed too, because they want to yeah. be cool. Um, but I think... There are a lot of people who used to keep things to themselves, and now there's a community. Just like anything else, there's bike Twitter. <laughs> who we're talking about on Monday? <laughs> with, there's with probably yeah, yeah. anxiety Twitter, and um, this, this is how people connect now. You know what I found? This is maybe off that topic. I, I found interesting. There was that video that went up of the guy kicking the old lady on a subway I was train. Just reading. I was going to talk yeah, about that. What yeah. the fuck? I just yeah. saw that. And everyone's on their phone recording it. Watching and no this, one's this man stepping kick an old in. woman on the subway. No one ju- All you got to do is just just run at the guy and hit him with your shoulder. Just do a shoulder block. Well, and he's you don't old. have to punch yeah. him. But I the, what what struck me <laughs> about that do is something. what struck me about that is like with the internet pre-social media, uh, it was kind of a place to lurk. There were there were message boards where people talked, but there were more lurkers looking at message boards than people actually talking. People would get their connections in real life, and they would go on the internet to lurk. And now people actually do get connections and build friendships virtually on the internet. And when they get into real-life situations they lurk in real life. So you go to a concert, everyone's not watching the concert, they're recording it on their phone. When a fight breaks out, no one's actually getting involved. They're just lurk they're lurkers in real life. And it's almost like it's flipping to where on the internet people have these connections and they build friendships and get attached. And then off the internet it's just right. like every man for himself. And we're all just observing from afar, even when you're five feet away. You're like, right. I gotta get I gotta leverage this for my own social media or my likes or whatever by recording it. And we're all not all, but a lot of people are actually lurkers in the real world and participating on the virtual world and it used to be the other way around. Right. So you're watching an old lady get stomped. Yeah. Just so you can put the shit on World Star. Right. Because <laughs> you, know, you have to get currency out of it. Because you wanna get you yeah. wanna get clicks. But you don't, you don't feel any compunction about watching it. There's but, nothing that she could have done as an old lady. <laughs> but the uh, the people who are dealing with depression and anxiety have kind of always been real-world lurkers. Not open about it, not out loud about it, quietly experiencing their issues alone. And now it's like it's much more available to talk about it. And often they talk about it on the internet. You know, they're not they're not necessarily walking up to you on the street <laughs> saying, 
can we talk about my depression, please? But there's a support group anywhere you look on any platform for people like that. And so they're out loud. It's always, they've always had it, but they haven't been out loud, I don't think. And, and at then, the same time, about? at the same time, there's also the people who try to attach themselves to those groups to cover up just basically their not shitness. That's the only way I can say it. Like, I know in the industry that I'm, that I'm in also, other than comedy, is, uh, which is fitness. Um, yeah. There's a thing of, uh, well, I have, a, I have a thyroid problem. Like, well, you should probably eat, stop eating them deep fried thyroids. You don't have a thyroid problem. It's just, it's an easy thing to say. You don't have a thyroid problem because you don't have any of the other things that go along with a thyroid problem. I know what that looks like, and this ain't it. Right. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with, uh, well, I have depression. Do you? You know, I was talking to my own therapist about that, and she was like, no, you don't. Is it getting to the point where it's like somebody in the fitness industry who's an Instagram model is like, oh my God, I'm, I used to be fat and I had my weight journey, mm. and then they're just fucking a fucking smoke show where there's like <laughs> right. super hot. Right, right. But, and but like my journey, but it's like you're dangerous hot. I would too. fuck you right now. But they yeah, want but to identify. But they're dangerous also. I had a bit. That's what I mean. I had they're a bit years dangerous. ago about how every model likes to brag that they used to be ugly. They all had the same, like, when I was in high school, I was awkward and weird and gangly and just, you know, and so it's like they all want that sort of, that was a whole bit, it's like they want credit. Like, we all did that. It's called puberty. Like, we all had that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We all had the awkward phase. <laughs> yeah. They would, I, I was awkward once. Like, I had an awkward phase. But they want to connect back to, like, I had hardship and I had problems and, there are people who just glom on to anything because they want to be part of any community. There are people who stopped being funny eight years ago and they still show up to shows because this is their community, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, there's people I, I that there's people in the industry, these fitness models, that we can spot them a mile away. We just, that's what we call them, fitness models, that we don't think shit about them. Eh, ain't worth a damn. As opposed to someone who is just, who's a legit exercise person, you know what I mean? I just saw someone on Twitter, I mean, on Instagram post that I suffer from depression and anxiety, but here I am on set. Like, it's oh like, God. it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, look at me. I'm a hero. <laughs> like a, you know, I saw, uh, I'm a, I'm a hero basically is what they're trying. I to saw say. Brian Regan, uh, last night and he has a bit about suffering from OCD and how like it's ridiculous to call it to use the word suffering I'm not going to do the bit but he yeah. actually calls that yeah. out like it doesn't look like I'm suffering <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and uh and he does a whole thing about it's classic Brian Regan like you know doesn't act out and everything yeah. but yeah it's like there are people who just want to trend hop and uh you know they're they're the stool humpers or what of whatever group they're in yeah, there you go basically <laughs> You know, <laughs> there you go. there's always a stool humper lurking around <laughs> to jump up and like. It's almost, it's almost just just say just say I'm on set. Yeah. Watch this episode. So, right. That I was on. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I get sad too. And I, <laughs> we have pot. <laughs> you know, I did this thing. I, I get sad too. <laughs> I I shot this thing. I get sad, but this was fun. So check this out. Yeah. Hashtag sad, sad too. <laughs> right. yeah. I overcame. Sad too. I overcame something yeah, too. It's that extra credit it's just, for overcoming. It's just, just a thing where it's like, is it the new awkward? Is has that become like an, an evolution where it's like now? Like you there's, they, you suggest like, I'm not an. I know. I was just like, I'm an. I'm an ass. I'm not an asshole. 
because I'm autistic, kind of. I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. Where it's like I'm 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 hot, even though I want you, I feel like I'm not hot as yeah. a as a. I used to be chub. I was a chubby kid, so yeah. I don't feel hot. You know. Well, guess I, what? You ain't a chubby kid no more. <laughs> you know. I think them, I them titties ain't a kid. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I, I just I just noticed it. It's not like I'm not trying to be like uh, I'm not trying to demean anybody's depression or anxiety. I just think being upright, you fucking have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're breathing, there's some kind of that. There's something floating around like there's some type of cloud. And in the industry that we're in, we can we can totally feel that. But it just seems like it's it's been an influx of that. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, people know. do like it's easier to be s- visible with it now because of social media. Yeah. But people That's will self-diagnose. Bad. They'll say people will say they have OCD when they don't. People will say they have a gluten problem when they don't. Mm-hmm. But people, people will, will say kinda, they got a thyroid. They got a thyroid. Yeah. I have a thyroid. That's why I can't lose weight. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Stop eating all that bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ain't got nothing to do with it. But a lot of it is just them like it's just shorthand for I have this little issue, but now there's a word for it. And the definition of the word has expanded to include me being awkward. So it used to be like, I'm awkward. And now it's like, you know, I'm probably on the spectrum a little bit. Self-diagnosed. People diagnose themselves with Asperger's all the time. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's that's, uh, yes. you know, and it's, it's, it's like, okay, I get what you're saying, but you're just misusing the word now. That's all. Because it's cool. I'm just wondering it. And if it makes me feel like an asshole to some people, I don't know. So yeah. be it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm kind of an asshole sometimes, but here I am on set. <laughs> you can't yeah, do this that. is me on set. Look at this. <laughs> I overcame things to get here. Yay. I mean, you do just to get those two lines. Fuck, <laughs> you got to <laughs> two whole lines. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. But my God. See, Rohan, no. Rohan just uh, that I was talking about Rohan with the with the FF with the FF hashtag fucking freeloader for life. I put mm-hmm. that picture up of us, and damn, if he didn't come in on Instagram, what did he put? <laughs> oh, is that his comment? Yeah, the yep. first thing is a hashtag. First hashtag. F-F-L-F-L, <laughs> gang, gang. But he did hashtag gang, gang. So is he in the gang, gang? I don't think he is. If he's claiming freeloader for life status. He's a freeloader for life, so he's yeah. probably not going to hear that. You know what? If he tries to join the gang, gang, I'm going to block him from our Patreon feed since he's a, a proud freeloader. Actually, Free, you, I don't think you can block someone from a tear. I think just keep make him stay in mighty real. Just oh, you asked for it, man. You got a hashtag and everything. Um, oh no, it's just something I've I've noticed like over the the past couple of years. It's just I I think it's just say you're on this show. Yeah, you did you did this show and watch it. You might you know I. I was kind of angst. I don't put stuff. If I've been on something, I'm at the level now where it's like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I shot the thing. Yeah. Like they, you can't really see my face a hundred percent in the village, but you can see my eyes and you can hear my voice and all that shit. My parents saw it, but I knew when I posted that people were going to say, I didn't see you. I looked for you. I didn't see you. So, I mean, were you really fucking on it? Are you a fraud? Well, you know what I would say? (laughs) Now, this part of this is because this is me as a 50-year-old man, but part of this is because I know you. I'd be like, um, yeah, I didn't see you, 
but I know you were there. But you know where I was while you were filming that? Not filming something like that. That's why I wasn't doing anything remotely close to that. I wasn't on a set. I wasn't getting paid paid that money. I wasn't pursuing the dream. I'm sitting on my couch, so I don't got no room to talk. That's where people. That's where all this comes from. People want to bring yeah. your your stuff down because they're not doing what what you're doing in their particular well, I, field, whatever it is. And my dad, like I was talking, I had called them after it came up because I thought I was going to be asleep when it came, when it aired. Mm -hmm. But it was just my dad was like, well, I was like, damn, I mean, kind of wish they would have showed a little bit more. I had a pretty cool shirt on that it would have been nice if they there you go. showed it in the fucking shot. But anyway, somebody, my dad was like, well, there was a time where you weren't on any TV show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, that's the kind. That's that. That's that fifty and up black man advice. <laughs> And I was like, no, but dad, you're right. <laughs> exactly. There was a time when I was sending your black ass money <laughs> supporting your fucking career. So, you know. Oh, man. You got that check? There was a time when I... There was a time when I was Lori Loughnin in your life. But uh, now you're, you're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and one will lead to uh, another. You know, all you yeah, got to do is yeah. look to Rick. Rick's the per the perfect example of that. <laughs> That's why you know that that I I went back and re-listened to that episode that I did with him, ep uh, episode three hundred on my, the Mundane Festival podcast, there Bill, you wherever you listen to podcast, uh, <laughs> where he was saying you kind of just have to stick. You just kind of have to keep going and and keep your own path and realize the people that when you work with people, you get to work with a, a prestigious or people bit that people respect right so, you know but there's something off mic i'll tell you remind me to tell you after the show all right okay well let's read these let's, comments real quick on patreon let's read the comments. and we got a couple of emails too well we we started the gang gang so the uh gerard uh replied after i put up the gang gang post he said first he was the first reply, but he was not the first to join. I'm sorry, Gerard. Someone else joined before you. But thank you for commenting first. Anyway, um, Shonson says, good to hear from English Bay. We had Chris Milner on last week on Monday uh, behind the paywall. Rodney replied, gang, gang, which was Rodney's idea, by the way. What's his idea? Yeah. Uh, Rodney says, thanks for making my suggestion real. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> um Ka was the one that said, after selecting the new tier, I seem to be capped at $5. I replied to Ka. I think we got that resolved. Uh, let us know if, if you still have any issues, but, um, you know, I'll look into it. Um, Mel says, I love the new tier at $5. Now I can listen to both days while doing my laundry. Hint to Dominic Rivera. Uh, <laughs> love the English Bay episode. I really feel the pain of his citizen status. My late husband committed suicide a few years after his de deportation back to Sorry Jamaica. Sorry to hear that. Um, well, well, yeah, let's, let's hope Chris, uh, doesn't do that, but, um, yeah, it was kind of a stressful thing for Chris dealing with literally, like, I gotta leave my entire life behind tomorrow. Um, mm. Talisa res responds, I have my favorite three geo combinations and English Bay is one of them. I told my husband about the misting of the dog and I know I didn't do the story <laughs> justice. Good to hear from him. I love this episode. Uh, and then Talisa replies again. Uh, no, she, she just read. That was a one reply. Abasi sent us two emails. Okay. All right. So Abasi, um, first email, 
Sup Young <laughs> is the title. He's from the area. He's from the area. Uh, what it is, baby, what it is, baby. Yo, just checking in since it's been a while. First of all, thank you all for reviewing my song Vibe a few weeks ago. I really appreciate that. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll close the podcast with Vibe today. A uh, few things, though. Regarding your boy Trump, it's 2019 and unlikely that he will not be impeached. Uh, this email was sent before the Mueller report, and we don't know what's in it yet we anyway. We still don't know, so. Um, also, it seems like every logical option that we wanted to happen to this ho-ass N-word, say it, Andy, I will not, uh, did not and most likely will not happen, such as getting elected, surviving the Russian investigation, being president more than a year, building his wall, and all that other fuck shit. It seems like collectively America doesn't care enough as much as we debate and exclaim our feelings. Old Orange McGee over here <laughs> is still our president <laughs> and looks like we'll survive a full term. My question is, how do you all think this will affect America going forward? Has he set a precedent or is he the exception to the rule? It isn't like we can just go back to normal as if these four years didn't happen. SMH. Um I'll read the whole email. We'll go back to the questions. Secondly, for some reason, I have just become aware of a whole slew of woke black dudes, names such as Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh, God. Boyce Watkins. Tariq Nasheed. Oh. Tommy Sotomayor, etc. You, you made it this far without learning about them? <laughs> particularly. Well, he doesn't. Uh, he's not friends with the comedians we're friends with on Facebook. Yeah, that's true. Uh, particularly re- referring to Dr. Johnson. I mean, what, I'm, not say, I'm not saying that they're smart, but they do have some good ideas. Yeah. This is fire. This interview is fire. Good points. Uh, Dr. Johnson, what are your feelings on old boy? He obviously edu- He's obviously educated and has the oratory skills, but he appears like one of those Creflo Dollar Jesse Jackson ass and words. That's because that's what he is. <laughs> who okay. double talks his way into black pockets for profit. However, he does make some points on particular subjects, but I see mixed reviews on him. He's recently supposedly purchased a school building in Delaware, supposedly. <laughs> this, this is an ongoing thing. <laughs> to educate black boys. We'll, okay, we'll back to, get back to these questions. I'm going to read the whole thing. Uh, why do you feel following the names of King, X, Evers, Baldwin, Newton, etc., after 1960s, another black leader hasn't emerged. Jesse, Sharpton, and a slew of others were alive and active back then, but have not become descendants of those guys at all. Farrakhan, probably misspelled, he says, um, seems to be excommunicated from pro-black culture outside of the NOI. Uh, DC legend and and forced childhood idol Ben Carson turned out to be a fuckboy and his seems from 1970s on drug dealers athletes or entertainers have been the only black black people allowed to be seen as role models what are you guys opinions of this i know i'm getting mad deep right now with limited funny but your boy be thinking lol anyway i'm out p.s hey uncle randy stop cutting people off when they try to talk lol coming through (laughs) with all that succulent militant blackness intimidating people are our guests intimidated all right i don't know uh as the saying goes, Andy, the truth, Randy, the real, Tim, never there, and Mike B, still my boy, PPS, you all should do a sock puppet ranking. Um, besides Haywood being SP1, we have ranking for the others. That'll be dope, like a March Madness-style bracket. Last year, Rod suggested the exact same thing, and we didn't do it. Uh, Why does everybody want a Hunger Games to <laughs> sock puppet? See, that's what we thought. We were like, how would we seed people? Like, It might be fun, but it yeah. might be some hurt feelings. Uh, and then Abbasi ends the email, get Milner on the pod deuces. And then he replies the next day, yo, my bad. I was totally behind on episodes and just seen you had Chris Milner on the pod. Yep. We had him. My bad young. I was lunching. <laughs> Carry on with the regular scheduled program. 
Okay, so Abbasi's first question was about Trump. Is he the exception to the rule? Is it a new precedent? How do we go back to normal? Um, what is normal now? <laughs> normal is gone, young man. This is it. This um, is the new normal. What you need to what you need to understand is that the the society at large is going to have to decide what they want moving forward. Everybody's trying to work underneath the old paradigms, and those are done. Bec- the reason why those are done is because they were never real. You know they were never real because all it took was one person to completely end them. And no one knew how to like yeah. f- react to that. Right. That's how you know they're not real. They're not real because other things that they've been preaching to us hasn't been real at all. So something new has to now be developed. There has to be a new thing. And one side, well, both sides are jockeying for a new thing. That's why the, on one side you have the Republicans who are willing to let Donald Trump do and say anything they want because they want to fundamentally reshape society into, into a certain thing, which is white men are at the top. Um, it's uh, uh, Judeo-Christian, religious, sp- specifically evangelical Christian theological society. Um, they don't want there to be any poor, basically. I don't know how they plan to get rid of all of them, but they don't want any, there to be any poor. Uh, no affirmative action, no civil rights. No, they'd bring back slavery if they can get away with it. I'm convinced of that uh, now. And if you think I'm bullshitting, okay, <laughs> they would. <laughs> you know, That's one side. The other side wants to kind of do this other thing, but the other side doesn't seem to know how to get their shit together because the other side is a true big tent with all these different voices jockeying for a position. And banging into each other. The right, the right side, there is no far right. There is no far GOP. There is no far right. They're all the same. It's just who says it what way. That's why there's no pushback against Trump. Because they're all the same. They just don't say it out loud, basically. Well, they're also willing to let things happen for political expediency that hurt people. Right. So I was like, well, this would be good for uh, abortion laws so we'll let all the other shit slide you know right and they're kind of in lockstep on that you know the lindsey graham john mccain thing um trump's trump's trashing mccain on twitter and lindsey graham is his good friend Mm -hmm. and has defended him before obviously they're buddies him and mccain so they ask him about hey what is this thing about trump you know bashing your boy and lindsey graham didn't step up Mm-hmm. He kind of just gave a passive response because politically he needs Trump to be on his side or he needs to be on in Trump's good graces in order to get some stuff done that he wants. So he's not re- willing to step out there. And I, the he question I would ask... He was just down to Mar-a-Lago last night. Right. Um, take, now, when people say it's just political, I don't think I believe anymore that it's political. I just believe what you show me and you're wholeheartedly in line with Trump, then you believe the shit that Trump is saying, and that's that. Well, right, and but they have... They're, but they're, I don't, but I don't believe to, that you're doing it just for... Look, I don't like him, but I just need right. this. I don't believe that. I, I believe that this is who you are, and um, I don't care what you were in the past because what you are now is what's important. They're trying to use Trump. They're trying to, like, because he's such a malleable person, you just compliment mm-hmm. him and get whatever you want. They're They're just cool with that that paradigm i would i would ask a guy like lindsey graham would be um if the roles were reversed and you died and trump was tweeting about you what do you think john mccain would say since he's the honorable one in this whole situation and then shouldn't you mirror that because you should be defending your friend of course he would slither out of that too he wouldn't answer that absolutely 
there's no real honor. It's just like, uh, what can benefit me right now from this situation? Uh, even if down the line it's going to be a problem, but there's a lot of that, a lot of that just, uh, just ultra, it's like house of cards type shit. It's just people trying to game the system, even if it's bad for the country, you know? The, yeah, uh, I think that's the biggest part of it. You, which you just, which you started off your, your comment, Andy, it's basically whatever gets them to do the things that they need to do, uh, the most efficiently. And that's by having somebody as inept as Trump in office. So it's nothing, they can get that stuff floated by quickly. And, and with somebody yeah. that was, was more competent, they wouldn't be able to do that. And the collateral and damage, the, the collateral damage of it hurting minorities and foreigners and people like that, they are okay with and maybe even prefer, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it, like, it's like there's no one to, to, if there's one person to stand up, they'll be all alone, but there's really no one on mass to stand up and say, although they do say it, this is not America. <laughs> yeah. But that's lip yeah. service. Yeah, it is. You know? That's why I say that the idea is that the new, there is no going back. It's it's what is the what is to become yeah. going forward. Now remember, it's only been two years. We'll see what happens mm -hmm. going forward. But people need to decide what they want to be. Yeah. And most of America has is not willing to, and you have to be willing to do what's necessary to be what you want to be. And most of America is not. Right. You know, I have no faith in them. So what else do you want? Now, Bossy mentioned. Um, well, he mentions a few names, but particularly Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> Boyce Watkins, Tariq Nasheed, Tommy Sotomayor, et cetera, but particularly referring to Umar Johnson, who has a Creflo dollar vibe, but seems to have some education and some oratory skills. Um, I've seen quite a bit of Dr. Umar Johnson's videos because I have a couple of Facebook friends who seem to like him. Yeah. A couple I've unfollowed, a couple that I haven't unfollowed. And... Um, yeah, when he's making those kind of generic platitudes about black empowerment, sounds nice. You know, it's hard to mess up that message. But then get him talking about homosexuality or <laughs> interracial marriage or a woman's oh, no. a woman's place versus a man's place. And uh, he's just, he's a staunch conservative when it comes down to that stuff. And uh, not to mention all the weird questions about his financial dealings with taking donations for a school that doesn't exist. The school doesn't exist. <laughs> Stop acting like it does. He went into an abandoned school and shot a video. It's, it doesn't exist. It's not going to exist. Yeah. But he's got like a logo. <laughs> he's got the school colors. Well, he does have that. <laughs> he's got a logo, so, you know. Yeah. People were talking about how he wasn't a real doctor, and then he showed us showed that he was. I never really cared about that anyway. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of idiots who are doctors. Yeah, Dr. Phil's out there. Yeah, Dr. Keith Ablau, who uh, said some shit about Obama on Fox News for a couple years. He's right. a real doctor. Um, yeah. But Umar Johnson is like, he's a slick kind of snake oil salesman kind of guy, you know? And yeah, he'll say some things that make sense, but... So what? It's the yeah. whole package. You can't yeah. just pick and choose. When you take somebody, you take their whole package. When you take yeah, somebody, this shit isn't. This political shit isn't a la carte, baby. I know it's, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> you get the whole thing. You don't just get. Uh, you don't just get this little thing and then this little thing and then this little thing. You get all of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's where people seem to think that I can just take this part right. No. And you nothing is on. now. Nothing is now when you think about it. People like uh, any of these public figures, you know, he <laughs> said that thing that one time. Fuck him. Uh, yeah. Well, you get you, it's a whole thing. You know, that's how people have been trying. That's how people keep trying to excuse R. Kelly away from. Uh, I don't have to. I can still listen to him. You know, the song is so good. Or even like Chick-fil-A, you know, the sandwiches, the chicken sandwich is so good. Good enough for them to donate money to these to these Christian camp re-education camps for gay kids. Is, is it good enough for that? Do you know what goes on in those camps? You know what goes on in those camps, but you're okay with the with your money going into those camps. But the chicken's good, okay? How's <laughs> it <he> good? <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I think you ain't shit. How it's, about that? It's really more about the nuggets, anyway. Oh, I mean, chicken <laughs> the sandwich. The nuggets are really good. They are. Yeah, <laughs> the spicy wife yeah. married people. It's such a it's such a stupid hack joke. Now I hear it all the time. The chicken is so good that it makes you just overlook the racism. No, I can get good chicken. It's not that all good. Right. You can get chicken a lot of places. What you, uh, what I think you mean to say is that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what I think you mean to say. <laughs> or hungry. Yeah. Or hungry. You're just a hungry piece of shit. And you live in a food desert. <laughs> there are other places to eat. You live in a food desert. Oh, we made Chris laugh so fast he dropped his phone. <laughs> I dropped my phone. I'm trying to charge it. Yeah, ah. There are oh, okay. a lot of great places to eat. <laughs> you know, There's a lot of good chicken floating around out there. That you don't have to, you don't have to pay your money into some kid being electrocuted. You also get the um, the Stepford Wives Christian Service at Chick Fil A because they recruit all you their do. employees like, for church. Yeah. Hello, yeah. sir. They make you feel good. My yeah. pleasure. Everything's their pleasure. Yeah. You know, yeah. except for yeah. being openly gay. They now, don't. if you come into this back room, I'll attach these electrodes to your balls, and we'll <laughs> discuss how you feel. Queer. We'll discuss how you feel about. Uh, men and women being together <laughs> right is you know it's it's ridiculous you can get other stuff you can get other product it's it's not hard you know it's not hard when it's other shit that you it's, like it's not I, hard to I, it's not hard to draw lines to live behind it, for you it's not well randolph you're you're an no upper it's no guy. it's not i'm not no you're you're there, mr perfect I, never <laughs> done anything wrong <laughs> it really affects you wait till <laughs> it's something that you really like you something you really like you're like ah you know that's it, it's all like that's that's the whole thing with like starbucks and all that shit if it's something that affects you it's gonna be a little harder well, if it was easy, everybody would do it, wouldn't it? Exactly. That's you know? why I say most of us are pieces That's of shit. That's why I was talking to somebody about that. Uh, about that. Uh, on that comedy festival, when I found out they weren't putting black women on there, I wouldn't have been comfortable doing a spot there at that point. I'll Once just... I found out how everything was shaking out, I wouldn't have been comfortable doing a spot there. I would have felt weird about it. I just I would have felt I would have felt weird about it. Well, we talked about that's like me at at this age at this age as a fifty yeah. year old man, <laughs> as a fifty year old black man. Right. <laughs> you I know, was, as a fifty year old man, I would have just acted like I didn't know. Like, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Just me? I already bought my plane ticket. <laughs> maybe I'm one of the good ones. So <laughs> Hashtag maybe one of the good ones. The rest yeah, of I wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt comfortable going in. Going Maybe I'm just better it. than all these guys. So yeah, I mean, you know what? I've just grinded really hard. Hashtag yeah. grinded. Grinded. 
<laughs> made a lot of sacrifices, and here I am, yeah. guys. Work well, really the big hard problem for, for me is that now you look at me like I am one of the good ones, and I don't, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> maybe if maybe if they wrote better jokes, they would fucking. Get it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's Write true. a joke. Yeah. Write a fucking joke. Yeah, you're right. Get a point of view. You're right. Get a, get a point of view. <laughs> jokes. You guys can't and see his hand movement. Get somewhere. Yeah, his hand movements yeah. are pushing this over the edge. <laughs> that's they that. Uh, that's that quote that JL always quotes from Mike Payne, which is about how uh, a lot of comics politically are like Karl Marx, but when it comes to comedy, they talk like Paul Ryan. Yeah, it's all bootstraps. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? it's all like just work all hard. Just, just work hard, up. man. Just work <laughs> hard. Just write a better joke. Have a better point of view, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I, 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 I did this gig in the middle of nowhere, New York, mm-hmm. and somebody was heckling, just talking the whole fucking time. And I was like, this isn't going to happen. I was like, look, I said, no, I am not going to give you the attention that you're not getting from your family <laughs> here tonight. I got paid to do this job. Do you know how hard it is just to get a gig in this part of New York? <laughs> I don't know where there's a tractor supply store across the street. This is in a city that sounds like there's supposed to be Native American people here, but there's no Native American people here. But there's a tractor supply store here. Can I tell some jokes, you guys? I just want to tell some jokes and get on, maybe go to your Walmart and then get the fuck out of here. That's what I but standing ovation. Standing ovation. He gets us. So it's just like one of those things where you it it is hard and we talk it's not hard doing the jokes for the you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not really that hard if you know what you're doing. But some in some ways to get to that point where you're being able to be seen and viewed by people is uh it's a it's different it's hard i don't know man that festival shit it's it's a racket yeah that's another thing it's just a big racket yeah you paid 45 bucks to tell to to for a paid vacation right you paid 45 bucks to then spend spend more money (laughs) you're guaranteed two spots two whole spots um yeah by the way abasi also threw in uh why do you feel that Black leaders did not, there was not like, a, I guess, a, more of a lineage after King and Malcolm X and Baldwin and Medgar Evers. And uh, why is that? Because they hung each other. Well, you know, they it's funny. Game. I saw, <laughs> they hung <hunger> games <laughs> each other. I, I saw, I was watching uh, Michael Eric Dyson and Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and the girl. Basically, they did first take in Chicago. You've probably seen it on YouTube. Have you seen that on YouTube? No. You're not as woke. You're not as woke as as you should be. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We're not. I'm not an insomniac like you. <laughs> you hey man, I'm don't sorry. try to don't try to bring JL shit onto this podcast. <laughs> no, I've said that before, JL. JL. Um, was Michael Eric Dyson, and they was because Stephen A. Smith is on that. Um, well, I mean, we just have to look after our thing. We just have to do for us. So mm-hmm. he brought Michael Eric Dyson in, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, so that I could learn something from you. But everything Michael Dyson was saying, Stephen A. Smith was like, "Yeah, but I just don't." I'm like, "Well, he's telling you exactly what you need to say, and you just you refuse to let it go." And anyway, one of mm-hmm. the things he was saying was that why is it so much harder now for Black people in the community 
to get ahead and blah, blah, blah. Because back in Martin Luther King's day and all those days, it seems like we we're making all these strides. And he said something I thought was very poignant where he said, listen, there's a, um, because we have distance from that time, there is a romanticization that goes on around that time period. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's that like, was a, that like was a lot of great reading. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 90s hip hop of uh, social justice. Yeah. It's like there's a romanticization that goes on around that period. You got to remember, Martin Luther King, uh, 30%, 70% of the population thought that he was a rabble rouser who should shut up and they didn't support him. So that's seven out of 10. But now, with the distance of time, it's, oh, Martin Luther King, he was the greatest. No, you none of you liked him. <laughs> You know, right. So when people say there's all these, where why don't we have other great leaders like? Well, we do, but you won't know that until time has then separated it once again. You know what I mean? Until time you is run separated. them off. You know, like Martin, like Muhammad Ali. People are like he was this great social justice person. He was hated. Hated. They liked him when he couldn't talk. They were right. like Michael Wilbon said. It wasn't until they, the distance they respected of time him when he couldn't came. talk anymore. He was hated. He was hated by parts yeah. by a huge parts of the white community and parts of the black community. So what Colin Kaepernick is going through now, he may end up being viewed like Colin, like Muhammad Ali is X amount of years from now. You know, but people have a romanticization that is attached to these things. Martin Luther King, every every Martin Luther King day. People from on the right tweet out shit about him and and, and Megan McCain. Uh, we celebrate Martin Luther King. I'm like, your dad didn't want his birthday to be a holiday, <laughs> right? But now you, it's it's just a distance of time. So I say that to say to Abbasi that there weren't that many black leaders then. You just happen to know about the ones that were there, <laughs> if that makes sense. And also the. The dirt was unreported back right. then for people. Whereas now, if someone has like a an extramarital affair, there's Martin Luther King wouldn't get away with that. No, now, no, he'd be that would be part canceled. of yeah, yeah, hashtag canceled. Um, also the paradigm of people coming out of church, which would be Martin Luther King, I guess Maker Evers, Mal- Malcolm X, a different church. Maker Evers, I don't think I don't think that much. I think he was just a soldier. He was just yeah. He might have been, but there, uh-huh. were, but you know, there were people who came out of paradigms that don't really exist now. Right. And then, like, let's say if you're in the in the '80s, the paradigm might be an outspoken athlete, or it might be Chuck D, or something like that. That you know, it's like, well, how come musicians? Where was Chubby Checker in the '60s? You know, like you can't you can't necessarily say because in the '60s it was certain types of people making that noise, and in the '80s it was different mm-hmm. backgrounds making that noise, and now it's different people making that noise. Um, some people, you know, Andrew Young had a political career after right. that activism. Yep. Marion Barry did, and you know that kind of again <laughs> kind of took a wrong turn, but <laughs> but you know <laughs> to he say had the least. he was extremely popular as a mayor <laughs> in D.C. He smokes, he smokes, but he saves. <laughs> he does, <laughs> right. he does. He gave a lot of black kids jobs, man. <laughs> right, and and Jesse yep. Jackson went into politics, and so yeah. for a little while it was like, well. And if you go into politics, especially if you run for president, all of your dirt gets called out. Yeah. And if Martin Luther King would have mm-hmm. run for president, there would have been an era in his life where, like, you know, he would have been Jesse Jacksoned, uh, so to speak. Yeah. And and that's just part of the deal. And you know, when you're a religious figure in that in the '60s, people didn't 
dig that stuff up on you. They kept it secret. They, you know, even if you were an athlete back then, they kept shit hidden. You didn't. Yeah. You're a fair. Mick, mm-hmm. No one knew Mickey Mantle was an alcoholic. Imagine now if he was at bars getting blackout drunk. Bryce Harper getting blackout drunk. Right. The media right. would cover it. So. Yeah, the leaders of today come from different places. Now they're maybe maybe they're going to be professors like Michael Eric Dyson. Maybe it'll be you know, Tanahasi Coates. Tanahasi Coates. You maybe. have to be willing to accept that, and Coach yeah. doesn't particularly want to. But he's not giving. Well, speeches. they ran him off Twitter. They ran right. him off Twitter. Right. Like when I was watching us, I was like, man, I wonder. To, I wish I could have access to what he thought about us. Like, what was his? Yeah, you know somebody you really like and respect. You want to know, like, well, what is this guy? Well, think? he just resurfaced recently because of his because of the reparations article he wrote, you know. And then he's now he mm. also just the article you sent me where he did. Did you read it? Where the no. guy was the guy was you didn't read it, you sinner. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I didn't canceled. Get, I didn't get to. I didn't get to it. Yeah, canceled. Where the, the but guy, God forbid I think about my friend that fucking <laughs> loves the guy. You did send it to me. You did. You did send it to me. And I I read it a couple times now. And I sent it to Rod. <laughs> I sent it to, I'll, I'll read it. I passed it forward to Rod. I'm sure Rod's already I'm, read I it. I have anxiety. I was on set the other day. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good job. God, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm gonna give you that that praise that praise hands emoji now. Yeah, yeah. Good job. I'm a piece. Of, I'm a piece. My my uh, doppelganger took over on this episode. I'm, uh, oh, is this your evil other, evil Chris, evil twin? Yeah. Well, they said this, this guy popped yeah. in. They said that the the article said that you know uh, Tanahasi Coast is now an optimist, and I have read and heard him say uh, that people think I'm this intense pessimist. I am not. The reason why I think that is because I don't offer them anything of the the you write this dark this dark thing and at the end you write well things should but but if we just keep our heads down things are going to get better you know that's mm-hmm. that's what people want him to do. I watched Stephen Colbert ask him that and he said, and he don't said you think? no he was like no I don't it's not he doesn't think that that's his view in in you know what in that realm he's very much like Andy <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he got a lot from me. He's very much like yeah. Andy, wherein, or him and Andy are very much alike, wherein it's just like, here's the information. Right. And that's what he, that's what he's like. This is just what I see. That's how I feel. I'm like, this is just the information. And, and I'm only going by what I have seen and all, what all the evidence tells me. I'm not going to be this thing up, but we can just get, but when it's clearly shows that the evidence shows the contrary of that. You know, right, right. And then, so people say, well, he's not. He's. He also says, as a journalist, it's not his job to give you, to tell you that this is this thing now is supposed to be good. And here's how we make things better. That's not my job. My job is just to give you the facts. I think Baldwin yeah. said that. Baldwin said is that there's value in just being a witness. Well, and that's the difference just between being a witness to something, something like you know, again, Martin Luther King. <laughs> Is giving you know that's his job emotional speeches, yeah. and Tanahasi Coates is maybe more of a dispassionate thinker, right? And that's just this that's just the leader of this now right. of 2019's right. 
movement. That's who you look to now. Right. And he finds passion in these things. Yeah. That's why he applies his intellect to the thing because he finds mm-hmm. he it it drives him. Also, we have Sean King, guys. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh no. There's that our guy, leader. That guy gets dragged so much. Yeah. <laughs> Every two weeks he's getting dragged. He steps his feet into it more than anybody I know. <laughs> he keeps he just he's like the the J the the fucking Jason of like political social <laughs> activism. It's like like I think he must like getting dragged. Like it it's uh, <laughs> he just steps his foot yeah. into it. It gets All him hard or something. <laughs> like it's, yeah. He just loves the dragon. He's in it for the dragging, is, is what it it's is. That's what it seems like. That dude gets drugged. <laughs> <He's> going, <laughs> he got in trouble for uh he was gonna sue a trans person <laughs> or a gay black Yeah. <laughs> he told he was gonna and then they say, hey, I'm just a, fuck you, Sean King, all these wrong things about you. They say, hey, I'm going to sue you. Oh, but I'm I'm a marginalized person, right. so uh, fuck you, Sean King. Right. It's over for you, buddy. Hey, could you take oh, down that God. tweet or I'll sue you? Oh, I'll take down the tweet. Are you crazy? Okay, I'm going to sue yeah. you. I can't believe he did that. Like, and I don't even know. I, I can't. I stopped following a long time ago, but I still see a lot of like the he gets quoted and dragged all the time on my feed. Yeah, they hate that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he's if he's the opposite. He, of, like you're not. He's the opposite of Jesse Williams. <laughs> he's fighting so hard to be black. Yeah, they said he's not. The worst thing you could say to him is, "You're not really black." Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> they man. <laughs> Put your You're fists up. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's hard for that guy. I think he, he keeps trying, though. He has a, a, a one similarity, I think, to Van Jones in that he gets caught up in his emotions so right. much that he'll say things that are clearly not going to hold up to scrutiny because he's emotional about them. And then people start scrutinizing what he says, and he looks like an idiot. Right. You know, Van uh-huh. Jones Van Jones steps in it a lot, too. Well, he Van just, Jones has kind of fallen off since the, yeah. since CPAC. But he gets giddy about people things. People are like, what are you doing? He just, he's, he's gone he's gone underground now yeah. after CPAC, you know. <laughs> but he, he, gets, he gets into the emotion of the moment, and he just jumps on it. Also, I would think young man, young man speaking to a bossy, uh, young, you like how I did that as a 50-year-old man? I call yeah, him young yeah. man. Young man, you're going to have to decide what does a leader mean to you? Because there's a lot of leaders that you could take stuff from, take certain things from. I look at a leader as a teacher. That's what I do. I look at as a leader as a teacher. You know, so what are you learning? You know, and the, the teacher doesn't necessarily have to be older than you either. Uh, Tanasi Kosa isn't younger than me. Is way younger than me. And he teaches me stuff all the time. You know, I learned stuff from Michael Eric Dyson. I learned stuff. I learned stuff from this white woman, Robin D'Angelo, listening to her talk, you know, who wrote that book, White Fragility. I think you had coined that phrase. Didn't you coin that phrase, Andy? Well, White Fragility? To it, yeah. I think she might have beat me to it. <laughs> White Fragility. Yeah. You know, I'll but take then I can learn something from an older, uh, from older people, you know. So it's just, what do you look at as a leader? You know, and do you need to be led? Also, Abbasi, maybe the next leader is you. Could be you. <laughs> <laughs> it could be you. 
We we don't know who the next leader is. Take Just delete your internet history. Boxes, boxes. <laughs> yeah, do that immediately. Yeah, get rid of any Twitter accounts you have. Do that immediately. Was that the was that the last email? The that was it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys, for the emails. We we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, emails and comments. Okay. Three guys on a Gmail. You can tweet at us as well, or if you're on Patreon, we'll uh, we'll always get those comments too. What did y'all think of that? Uh oh, what's up? So Somebody on somebody on Facebook just said us was I a B minus. I mean oh, that's no. fine. And he was that's fine. And he was white. But that's fine. If you want to say that, that's fine. <laughs> He's I have a no racist. Pro- I have no problem with that. Is he a racist? No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. I haven't seen us. Um, I'll probably see it this weekend. I saw Get Out. And I thought it was solid, good, but I, I didn't think it was as great as everyone made it out to be. But I, I love saw. That. I saw it. <laughs> Get him, Chris. I saw it though, well after it came out, and I pretty much knew what was what happens in it. So I feel like maybe I wasn't, I wasn't seeing it for the first time, even though I was seeing it for the first time. So it doesn't have the same impact anyway. Um, that's why I want to see like us some- early before all the memes, you know, because then it'll be over at that point. Yeah, it'll people are trying to get fucking. They'll bird box us and like. Yeah. Well, know, like Roy, I said, Roy Wood I- Junior said. People should be banned from Twitter if you try to make us spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched, I watched Get Out. I feel like I saw it on a whim, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was like, "I didn't see no, I've never seen no shit like this." And then I, I saw it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. You go, because Ibasi said I talk over people, so you go. Yeah. Stop fucking cutting people off. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Bossy, speaking truth to power. I saw it on... See, there's your leader, Bossy. Chris Lambert. I saw, I saw it on uh, on, a, on the opening day Friday at like 11 o'clock, and I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. People are going to have problems with this. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, you know, it's a 90-minute PSA for Black Girl Magic, really. <laughs> it's like all your... If you think about it. But anyway, I saw it. And then that afternoon, the Internet started bubbling right, about yeah, it. Right, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's I just thought it was I just really liked it. I just rewatched it this morning with uh, Jordan Peele's oh, commentary. commentary. I haven't watched that. Yeah. And it was good. He was just, you know, he just wanted to make a a fun movie. But he talked about all the lore and the yeah. the details that he has that nobody will really know unless he decides to make like another collector's edition or something. But yeah. Well, I watched, I just think he's, I watched the white girl. I can't remember her name. Cute face. Nobody. The white girl. Oh, that one. (laughs) Oh, and get out the girl. The Allison Williams. There you go. Yeah. Allison Williams. And it really struck me when he, she said that it's always white people who come up to her and are like, Hey, weren't you, wasn't your character hypnotized? And she was like, no. She's the most evil one. She's the worst person yeah. in the whole show. And then when you go back and you realize that her and Jordan worked out all these little, uh, what just happened? Chris just went on hold. What happened? Chris, oh, did he drop there? out? Are you back? You there? Some, I think somebody called me. Oh, okay. Uh, and they, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, yeah. She was saying oh. that her and Jordan put a bunch of little things in to show you along yeah. the way how bad she truly is and you don't really realize mm-hmm. it as you're watching it. And then I went back and watched like there's a scene where he's telling her something and he's crying and they hug and she like laughs. She's yes. Like yeah, and you th- yeah. At first you thought she was just 
like smiling appreciatively of him, but she was actually smiling because she's malevolent. You're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> she's yeah. horrible. Or she like when he's choking her and she just lays there with that look on her face, that smiling little look. Yeah, go ahead and kill me. I'm still gonna win, <laughs> you know, because I yeah, made, he was you, I made that, you kill me. Jesus. <laughs> she was his favorite character. Yeah. Jordan, that was Jordan Peele's favorite yeah. character. Well, he probably based it on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the music brand of Terrence. So anybody else, I would like to work with Jordan Peele one day. And uh, it would be nice. And uh, all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, he's the one who said he based it on going to meet his wife's family the first time. I was like, oh, I believe that. I know, I know what that's about. Yeah, <laughs> but, they live, but they're she's from Northern California. How bad could it? Could it they can be bad? bad, dude. You ain't been through it yet. <laughs> the way the way things I, are going for you, you're gonna go through it, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> you're wishing a white woman on me. <laughs> I'm not wishing. I'm just going. I'm just playing the odds. Fall in love yeah, with but a white. Chris, aren't you? Aren't you also wishing a white woman on you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! No, that's not true. <laughs> the the one girl, the one girl. There's you ever think about the one that got away? And yeah. she was black, and she used to be a model, and she's so fucking hot. She's so hot. All of her friends are hot, and they look like they look like the people in those McDonald's commercials <laughs> that they show on. That they show on BET. Yeah, not it's like everyone's hot, but they don't eat the McDonald's. Not the real, they, not the real McDonald's on the edge of Baltimore downtown. Yeah. They don't show that McDonald's. Yeah, they, they're just fucking hot, and it's just like I could never, I can't. <laughs> why, if you think about, it, you're like, why the fuck did she ever hang out with? Me? Yeah, and you know, are you now? Is but, she on Instagram? Like, do you see her pictures now all the time? She's on Instagram, and she's like late thirties and just fucking. Incredible. <laughs> Have you? When's the last time you talked to her? Well, I did message her like a couple of days ago because it was her birthday. Oh, okay. and I was just like, "Happy birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> did she hit so, you back? But, uh, she did. She's like, "Oh, I was just, hey, it's, I was like, good. It's been a minute. It's been a long. It's been ages, you know." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "What are you up?" To? But she was. She's I, did you hit her with? Ski. Did you hit her with the? Uh, I was in an Oscar-nominated movie. Did you hit her with that? No, she she probably doesn't give a shit about that. <laughs> Does she, the, she was, is she still single though? I don't know. I think she might have broke up with her boyfriend. Oh, uh oh. So right. she had like a long term boyfriend. But that girl, like I've you know I've dated. Believe it or not, I've dated some pretty women, and yeah, a lot of it. them have been black. <laughs> a lot of them have been black. A lot I of believe people that don't too. But they try to. But they paint me as. I mean, yeah, like I like have my white starlets and stuff, but that's like, that's just like being like Mel Kiper for football <laughs> players. It's like, you know, it's not because it's, you know, when you're thinking about a movie like us, there's not that many black women that get to do that. Black actresses that get to do yeah. the horror movie on crap, you know, whatever. But anyway, that girl was hot and she's, she, I fucked up. I took her to a St. Vincent concert. Okay. And she was having a good time. Okay. And I just, I dropped the ball because I still had feelings for a white girl. Oh, no. So, wait, so how did you drop the ball, though? Like, did you, like, after the concert, what happened? She, well, after the concert, I think, um, God, I think, 
I don't know. I just think I this the 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 girl from my improv class was um I think I just had feelings for her and I think this the black girl was gonna maybe she was starting to date somebody or something happened or also, she had just broken up with the guy and you, we were hanging out. So you weren't know. you weren't probably making yourself fully available to her. Right. I should have made I should have made more moves on her. Yeah. And not like as as a gentleman, but not you know not as a meet like I'm I didn't meet not meet to her. <laughs> no, no one was assuming that. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure because a lot of people because I got in trouble last year for something. Wait, that, that Pittsburgh officer anyway. who shot that. No, 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 not like a meet to. You got like in trouble on the podcast uh, for something. You said? Yeah, because one one time I asked a woman out. I remember I brought that. Brought up a story. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And they're like, how could you do? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> the most square motherfucker in podcasting. And how could you have right. sexual needs and desires right. to want a companion? Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was just I should have made more moves and I didn't because I was too scared. I was too insecure. Yeah. And uh, that ended up we just kind of stopped talking and. There were like a couple other girls that I was talking to and they were lame. And uh yeah. And here we are. <laughs> and here here I am. There you on go. my couch talk, talking to you guys. Yeah. It's not so bad. No, it's not. It's not. You guys have uh see, I would never say I did it by myself. You guys help when we were talking all that shit the last episode. I didn't mention that you guys helped me a lot in my career as far as comedy is concerned. You don't have to mention because, it. We know. Yeah, but I know you guys know. But <laughs> we fucking know, asshole. But, you won't shut up about but, it. But this is what I'm talking about, though. Because like when I, cause I started in New York, and it wasn't like you guys would give me stage time when those other motherfuckers up in New York up here, when they wouldn't. Yeah, and that and when you would put me on shows, even if even before Hardwick and Mark Marin, I had confidence to say like, oh, I can actually do comedy. You yeah. know, I can like, I can be competent and then take that with me. I know I'm all over the fucking place, but that's showbiz, guys. <laughs> Just like you imagined, right? Yeah, showbiz. Um, so. also when you were first starting out, you emailed us and, uh, I did. I said you liked the yeah. podcast and we were like, wow, someone's listening. And also <laughs> like you reached out basically. And so oh, yeah, yeah. it goes back to that. We were talking about on Monday's episode about reaching out, asking for things and getting sick of not hearing back, but without reaching out, you don't even have the opportunity to hear back, you know? It was and it was genuine. It wasn't I didn't want anything from you guys. It was right. just like I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Like yeah. I emailed there's a couple comic friends that I have up here that I said, You guys have great chemistry. I enjoy the podcast. Yeah. And I saw one of them at a show and they said, like, Hey, do our show. And I went down and did their show, you know, and they'll do mine and whatever. But it's like you have to tell people, especially if they're doing something good, because you can feel like you're you're doing shit in a in an abyss when you right you know right. when you're doing stuff like we're doing you know yeah um 
What were you gonna? Hmm. No, nothing. Oh, just okay. kind of jumping around. White women. Yeah, people. I don't know. I don't just date white women. You don't have to keep I, explaining yourself. I don't, I don't see color. Sure. <laughs> I don't see color. Sure, no. you don't. You're colorblind. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, today's Thursday. We guessed the Mueller report is out. Anybody want to guess as to what has happened? My guess right up front is that the Republicans will do nothing and everything will just keep going along and people will start trying to focus on 2020. Um, okay, so we're recording on Saturday. So Bob Barr is supposed to tell Congress over the weekend. He told him he's not going to give it to him yet, shit. What's in it, though? Like a told, general synopsis told him he's not gonna tell him. of what's in it. Well, I'm saying that was the original thing so yeah. over the weekend. And uh, we're recording it on the weekend. So by Thursday, I don't think anything's going to, nothing's going to leak unless it's f- pro Trump. It's like the thing leaked mm-hmm. about how there are going to be no more indictments. That was a leak that, you know, someone said that. And so there's going to be a little bit of that. Um, at some point, though, they're going to just subpoena Mueller. That's just, I mean, Adam Schiff or whatever, he already said they're going to do that. Get Mueller on the stand under oath, and he can just he can just read his report if he yeah. wants to. <laughs> okay, everybody comfortable? Okay, uh, let's start. Page one. And they'll ask him any questions and, and uh, ask him to explain his motives in doing this or doing that or withholding indictments or not indicting. The other thing, too, and I thought this uh, from the beginning of this, it's possible he doesn't have anything because people who commit crimes try to cover them up. And when you have the government of Russia working with you, they may not have a trail that leads back. They may not have a smoking gun because they may have been effective in covering it up. And these little leaks that got out through Carter Page and not Carter Page, uh, whatever that dude's name is, uh, the guy, the Greek sounding guy, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. And then obviously Manafort and uh, Stone. They may have been the anomalies because everything else was well covered up. You know, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted fucking emails about that meeting like an idiot, but he probably shouldn't have done that. But in general, maybe there's the crime worked and it was covered up. And I don't think there was no crime. Like people are saying this is vindication, but it's hard to prove it sometimes. So maybe Mueller didn't have as much as everyone hoped he had. But it's one of those things where we all kind of know what happened. But can you prove it? I don't know. Maybe you can, or maybe you can prove it up to a certain point, but not all the way up to Trump. Because that's how you commit crimes. You try to hide your involvement Mm -hmm. in them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes criminals succeed in that. So that's that. But um, all these Democrats who are like, let's just just not do anything until the election. Well, he might win. He might win. And and Democrats only have Congress guaranteed for two years. It could flip back. How do you know? So you have the power now. Use it. It's cowardly you because know? Democrats are cowards. Yeah. Well, they're gonna. They're saying they're gonna bring in all these people and and Whatever. subpoena them and this and that and and if they do, great. That's what they should do. But if they start leaning on that Elizabeth Warren, not Elizabeth Warren, uh, Nancy Pelosi thing about how like you know impeachment, uh, we it's don't need divisive. that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they just the Democrats, liberals, all we just keep taking ourselves out. Yeah. They're just they, we're they're hunger gaming themselves. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a good analogy. You should use that analogy. more. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I just you know I get on a tangent and it's just fucking. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. ruining the episode. No, no, sorry. of course not. Of course not. Uh, in fact, when we do the when we do the sock puppet March Madness, you'll get uh, no lower than a three seat. 
<laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. <laughs> what are the, what would the seating be for that? We only have like eight puppets. It's, we, I don't think I'm a sock puppet though. I'm just a guest. Yeah, you're a pre puppet. That's the thing. We we couldn't call you a sock yeah, puppet. You're a little brother of the it's podcast. Like, you like, Lamberth, Elsingham, uh, Elsingham. Yeah, little brothers sure. of the podcast. Courtney for sure. Uh, they it's, they yeah, date me, back. Elsingham. And, uh, and and Courtney, Courtney, yeah. y'all yeah. don't count. We had Philippe on a lot back when Early he lived on. closer. Uh, he doesn't live that close anymore. Uh, Did he move away? He's in Baltimore. He's in Baltimore. He's in grad school. Going to school. Balmer. Yeah. yeah. So we don't see him that much. Although he's at the draft house this weekend. He is working this weekend. Yeah. You want to talk about Adrian Broner, who I think is gay now? Uh. <laughs> you think he might be a fucking queer? <laughs> the views of Chris Lambert are no way associated with three guys on podcast. Yeah, got to be careful, man. Yeah, we might I mean, get canceled. <laughs> hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. But see, like, because when you call a guy that ba- gay bashes gay, then isn't that the same thing, kind of? Well, I think maybe you're gay, Adrian. <laughs> no, I think he is. Like anytime, he might somebody, be. Anytime somebody reacts, it reacts with that much vigor. <laughs> You react that's with how that it's much always, vigor it, to something. I'm like, mm. you gay man. He's acting like he's acting like the jock on a in a teen soap where it's like you fucking faggot. Yeah, and he pushes yeah. the guy up against yeah. the locker. Yeah, and he kisses the guy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, oh my god, that'll yeah. teach you. That'll teach you. I'll yeah. show you, you queer, you're queer. And yeah. the guy's like, and and the guy that he calls gay, who is gay. He's like, get away from me, but he's still kind of hard because the guy just... <laughs> it's too much energy, man. It's like that movie with Tom, with Tom Selleck and uh, Kevin Kline. <laughs> oh, in and out in- Yeah, in and out Yeah, in and out yeah. Let's set up this Broner story. He's a boxer. Talented boxer who doesn't win much anymore. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but early on, he was a, a promising boxer. He's kind of a dumb guy. Um, Adrian I'll Broner. No, you won't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you won't. Social media star Andrew C. Caldwell had a temporary restraining order granted against Adrian Broner on Thursday. According to TMZ, the boxer has been ordered to keep his distance from Caldwell after posting a video to social media in which he threatened to shoot gay people in the face. Was this? Was that about Caldwell in particular? Per TMZ, the Broner made <laughs> Broner made the threat. Okay, after an online altercation with Caldwell, he said. <clears throat> If any fucking punk ass N word uh, come run up on me trying to touch me on all that gay shit. Because that's how they do it. I'm letting you know right now I ain't got my gun on me. I'm knocking you the fuck out. If I got my gun on me, I'm shooting you in the fucking face. And that's on God and them. <laughs> I'm not playing with none of these N words. I don't want that. I don't want that gay shit was the last okay. set. Um but yeah, he's gonna. It's this is on God and them. Yeah, <laughs> on everything he loves. Got, I'm looking at his Instagram, and he's there's a picture of him shirtless, says, shirtless and glistening. He's wearing pink, a pink outfit. He's wearing some pink sneakers. Ain't nothing wrong with pink, man. I'm gonna go find a pink sweater. <laughs> I like it too, Randolph. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> You're the one impugning pink. <laughs> but he says no disrespect, ladies. But this pink costs way more than instead of then he says yeah. Dan Victoria's Secret, and somebody writes this seems hella gay, <laughs> hella gay, and it's like he's strutting around in this jacket and he's looking like you know. But uh, 
But hey, he's got a wife and kids, two adorable kids. A lot of gay people have that. A lot of gay people have that. (laughs) A lot of, of, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. I just think, uh, why, you can just not say shit. Why did he say this? He got into an online altercation, but the article doesn't say what the altercation was. Apparently, they, um, the dude had, now the guy is saying that Broner was flirting with him in the DMs. Uh, Broner is saying that the dude was flirting with him in the DMs. Okay. Because he said, man, I ain't got... If you don't I get out of go, my inbox before I punch the testosterone out your gay ass. Man, I ain't go lie. This gay, in all cap, gay By the way, ass nigga. Adrian Caldwell is uh, Mr. Delivered. I've been delivered. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Okay. Yeah, ass Andrew nigga. Caldwell. That's him, yeah. I've been delivered. I'm not gay no I'm more. I'm not gay no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been delivered. Know, it just seems like he might, uh, maybe he might be, but I don't, I don't know. I just liked his tweet. I didn't mean. Caldwell has been pr- accused Broner of flirting with him, but Broner claims Caldwell is lying. Claims that Caldwell has been shooting his shot in Broner's DMs. So they have a, they have this online relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, Somebody's not telling the truth. Question I would ask Broner is if this gay dude is coming at you, why don't you just block him? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why well, don't you just block him? Broner's not known for his defense. <laughs> there you go. He doesn't block very well. You could just block him <laughs> in the DMs. You don't have to go this far. Yeah. And somewhere out there, there's screenshots. I'm surprised those haven't been produced yet. I'm going to tell you on I God know. and them, if you come at me with that gay shit, I'm going to kiss you in the face <laughs> really hard. <laughs> We're going to make out. Make Ram it. my tongue down your throat, you gay motherfucker. <laughs> on God and them and such and such God and, them and, and, such such and so such. forth. On everything I love, which is your butt. <laughs> <laughs> on God or whatever. He's <laughs> like, God and them. God and them. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And why, why does he, it just, some people just don't know how to shut up. It's the protesting too much part. That's yeah. really what yeah. it is. Me thinks that does protest too much. So anytime somebody start flips out, I'm like, dude, you gay? You gay, man? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, it's all right, though. Just come on out. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I think people just make a big deal out of stuff. I don't know. I remember when I was a, in high school, I was a, I was it, there. There's this okay. thing called peer ministers. Oh, okay. Huh? Is it gay? <laughs> you were you, you were gay, gay in high school. Oh, okay. okay. And I high school. Well, what I, is a peer minister? You went to a private school. You, oh, you went to a private Catholic school. You did, yeah. I did, and they they were kind of like the speaking of gay big big <laughs> brothers. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> you uh, heathen. I'm just uh, saying what I've seen. <laughs> what you? All right, so we were. It was like they're kind of like big brothers of the school or whatever, and it was like an elite program, and you had to do all these auditions. You had to do these, uh, I guess, like apply for the position, and if you got in, <laughs> you. What are you? Nothing. Are you laugh. You can. You can tell me. I won't get mad. It's like you can make. It's just a. <laughs> Anything can sound suspect if you just say it the right way. You had to apply for the position. <laughs> you had to pull your pants down in an office. Pause, guys. Pause. 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 <laughs> right? 
Right, guys? Um, Pause? You had to at a Catholic school. Like a, wink, wink. At a Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> all I boys. Know. An all know. boys Catholic school. No, it wasn't. It was co-ed. Oh, was it co-ed? Okay. Okay. You had some hot, some hot girls. Like, you talk about me only liking white girls. You should see. See, now, now, now I have to prove. Now it's like I have to prove that I like black blackness. women. Yeah. <laughs> I've I been like there. black women I've been by, there. like, demeaning them. <laughs> Not to mean it, but let's just say there were very attractive black women in high school skirts. Yes, you mean girls. You have uniforms. to objectify them so, in order for in us. In order for us to believe that you like yeah. them. In order for you to believe that I think black women are attractive. Yeah, you got to objectify them. I don't know, how, I don't know how, how I got to this point in my life to where people think that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't give a shit, but it interests me. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But anyway, because uh, a woman is a woman. That's but true. anyway, all right. We had to we had to like apply for this thing because it was a big deal. And there were people that didn't get in. And it was like um, and if you got in, you got to wear like you got to get this special blue shirt, this special okay. blue polo shirt shit. And you go through these rigorous uh, questions. They ask you all these questions. They said, if you found out that your best friend was gay. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you do and my one of my closest friends was gay yeah but he wasn't out okay and like and it, it got to the point where when he came out he was like he came out to me i was like 25 so that was like seven six or seven years later and i was like dude i know <laughs> right i don't give i know right. man so i would just say i would just i told him i said uh i said okay Let's get some pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like I don't give a shit. You I know? guess I guess Not half. I, I guess I don't half, think that's the right answer. Half for them. pineapple because you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's the answer I, they I, were looking for. You're gonna go I, on a date. <laughs> to be honest, I think that the woman that was running that program might have been a lesbian. Okay. But I didn't. That didn't mean anything. But I just thought that she might have won a. She might have been a lesbian. I didn't care. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And that would have been the same answer had your friend had you had a friend who was straight. It would be yeah. oh, let's go get pizza. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like what are you gonna like well, one pizza has pepperoni and sausage on it and yeah. one has pepperoni and pineapples. Yeah. And one ha- and the one side of pepperoni and sausage, the other side uh anti gay uh, <laughs> antidote right. an antidote that would turn them straight. Yeah. yeah. Which is bad. I wouldn't have to deal with them. Yeah, it's so. it's just crushed up pages of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Seasoned of course. But it's, still, it's really oregano, but it's it's <laughs> right. a, like we call it oregano, but it's it's definitely scriptured. Yeah, it's the the sausage of Christ. Yeah. So <laughs> The just sausage one of, of Christ compels you. Just, wow, that's the sausage of Christ. Wow, that has uh, it has all kind of gay. We're talking pause, pause, guys. Pause. Pause. Yeah. It compels you. Pause. Right, guys. Pause. This, I would. This one should have been the Patreon episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get canceled. But I mean, Hashtag. I just think that um, what are they not going to listen to the pod, my podcast that they don't already listen to? Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired on me. I don't know. When I talk to you guys, I, I don't know. Whatever. 
Did I you just see, say anything. You, you remember this pastor? Speaking of pastors, this pastor John Gray, the dude who bought his wife the fucking three hundred three hundred million dollar Lamborghini. Yes. Yeah. What happened? The woman that he was having an emotional affair with. Okay, for those who don't know, this pastor John Gray, out of nowhere, bought his wife a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini. How do we know this? Because he put he plastered all over social media. Now, at the time when that was happening, the story was, oh, look at these churches, these pastors living this kind of living this kind of flexy life, buying all this shit. You know, that was a story. The story to a lot of us though was this brother did something. Because they've right. been married eight years, and you buying her a two hundred thousand dollar car, you did something. Right. So like there's a, either a body, there's either a body <laughs> or a baby somewhere. Hey, wait right. a minute, my wife just bought me a car. It wasn't two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? That's what she did with her. Bonus. Oh. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what my wife did with her. But my wife got a bonus this uh yeah this last week. She called me and told me, "Hey, I got I got my bonus. Like fantastic. I knew you would. You know, got a little money. That's great." You know, that's great. I, yeah, I knew you would. Yeah, 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 yeah. About an hour later, she sends me the email that she got informing her that she got the bonus. She's here's this, here's my email. Take a look at this. I'm like, I'm like, okay, now at this point, okay, now she's just stunting on me now. Why are you stunting on me <laughs> yeah. in my own? You already told me. Why are you stunting on me? Why are you stunting on me? <laughs> now, look, yeah. here's the here's the thing. I'm like, yeah, you're stunting on me now. I, I get it. That comedy ain't doing shit for you, but look what's happening for me. I'm like, you're just stunting on me now. Why are you? You should send her a picture of your old car. <laughs> and she'll be like, Here's a good way to spend that bonus money. Hey, man. just uh, You already, I mean, you already trapped her with a kid, so yeah. that's, well, that bonus is yours. Yeah. Well, also, uh, this pastor guy, it was an eighth anniversary. That's eighth not, anniversary. That's not something you do for that's an eighth anniversary. That's what Elton was like. You're supposed to get a locket or some shit like that. <laughs> a brooch. So he, he, he did something he in did. the seven-year itch period. He had an affair. He, he did something. He was having an affair, and it came out. So then a couple weeks later, yeah. the woman came forward. So then the wife was like, the wife already knew. She was like, fuck that bitch. He didn't buy me a card, blah, 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 blah. Okay, then it came out. He, he called it an emotional affair where they were just talking to have an emotional affair. But she now says, no, it was more than that. And she has the voicemails to prove it. Oh, of course. The spill tea comes after the pastor and his wife, Aventer. That's her name. Now, I think Aventer. That's the wife. That's, isn't that the car? <laughs> no, it says the wife. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What's the car called? I don't know what the car is called. Expensive is what the car is called. Uh, they appeared recently on the real. Aventador is, uh, is the car. Which is the young? Which is the young girl? The yo- the real is the young girl view, basically, yeah. with La- and and also with Lonnie Love. There's a type of Lamb- Lamborghini called the Aventador, but it's not the yeah. one they bought. I don't think they bought the SUV. Oh, okay. They were recently on the reel to clear the air. The woman, who so far has been unnamed, is allegedly not happy about being known as the woman who tried to disrupt their disrupt their marriage and their ministry and said it was Ashley Gray who tried to turn the friendship into something else. You know why she's mad? Because he didn't buy her a car. He didn't buy her a car. You got a, That's a $200,000 car. You split that, you give them each a $100,000 car. Right. That's fine. You know, you can just get them a really nice... Mercedes or something. So now the other woman who has who has known Gray for 20 years said the incident began when the pastor helped her with her employee who was dealing with addiction issues. When she thanked him, 
that's when boundaries were crossed. So I sent him a text message telling him, thank you. And he said, whatever you need. And I was like, well, thank you. And he said, I'm talking about you. From that conversation, the relationship began getting deeper. The woman said when she was having financial troubles, great provided support. It started from there. It snowballed into, I just love you so much. I always loved you. I always thought about you. I always cared about you. Gray allegedly told the woman that he didn't he didn't love his wife and that he only married her because she looked good on paper. Oh. He said he planned to leave her. Okay. Although this is from the mistress side of the story, she does have voicemails to confirm her statements. You can hear Gray in the voicemail saying, Yo, are you like ignoring me now? I'm just trying to make sure. Let let me get this straight. I'm just being I'm just being ignored by someone who I have sought to sow seed into get resources to i'm in your city and i can't get a call back i just want to make sure i got my facts straight this is how pastors hit on people they're like i (laughs) seek to sow seed in you is that how they talk that is how they talk (laughs) that's a a weird thing you put on like a nine button suit and you walk up to a girl at a bar like hello ma'am i seek to sow seed in you i would like to know what her voicemails the voicemail i don't know if he kept any well, that's the if thing. If he's sending her those type, then she's sending him something. She on didn't his release side. the audio because if he denies it, that's going to be a, a double drag, right? A double dragon, right? Because then <laughs> she can she can say, "Oh, really? You deny it? Well, here's all." But of the I'd like audio. to know what what are what are the ones that she sending him? I'd like to know what those are. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah he should have kept those. I mean, sending, he just sent these to me. I've been a good girl. Yeah, if he's sending her those <laughs> and she's sending him something on his side, well, she hasn't even mentioned the dick pics she has. You know she's got them. Oh, of course. I seek to sow seed in, sow seed in you with this. <laughs> Just a, a picture <laughs> of this dick. This <laughs> Yeah, the eighth anniversary is the big tell on that. Uh, that's not what you get for an eighth year. My wife bought me a car on our 10th anniversary. And the previous car was our 15th year of being together. So, you know, you got to have round numbers, fives and zeros. He could have waited two years, bought his wife the car, no suspicion. Hmm. Yeah. So where is he at now? Is he just in this? Well, now they don't have a thing. Now he's in limbo. He still has his ministry where he's making shit tons of money uh, every Sunday, tax free. Is she? Is she gonna threaten to take his shit? Is his wife gonna? His wife ain't going nowhere. I guess she wouldn't. She just got the new Lamborghini. Yeah. You know. So he it worked. I mean, he kept her happy. But the mistress, he didn't keep her happy because no. she's like, well, wait a minute. Why is she getting a $200,000 car? And I'm not getting nothing no more. I mean, I've been with you for like a year. I should get like <laughs> something. You can give me one-eighth of the car, <laughs> you know, perhaps a Subaru I'm not delivered track. no more. I'm not delivered. <laughs> so she's saying they had a sexual relationship. Right? Yeah. He's, she actually didn't say she had a sexual relationship. She just said it, rose, it was more than an emotional relationship. I think he wanted a sexual relationship. Yeah. That's what she well, said. Well, he don't owe her enough. He seeks to sow. <laughs> Damn, Chris. <laughs> I only sought to sow seed. I didn't sow seed. He said he sought. I sought to sow seed. He didn't, so. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Chris is real out in these streets. Yeah. I'm t- I'm, I think I'm turning a corner, guys. I'm you know what? I'm, you're almost 40. I'm making a heel turn. <laughs> you're, almost, you're almost 40. You're almost heel 40. turn, Chris. <laughs> My doppelganger took over. <laughs> Evil Chris Lambert. Are you untethered? Evil Chris. I'm, un- I'm untethered. He came, yeah. You know, that's the beauty of being over 40. You stop giving a fuck. That's, that's just the way like, it goes. Man. Oh, they didn't sleep together. So. 
<laughs> so not that he owes not that he owes see now fuck man i can't win with this no <laughs> yeah you sound like I'm a creep sorry <laughs> you just sound like a creep <laughs> remember me how you know what it was i ordered a thanos action figure the other day okay. so now okay. i'm just i just don't i don't give a shit you don't care yeah. anymore you start wearing megatron shirts too <laughs> Go. I know, yeah. <laughs> a Megatron shirt. Darth Vader. Oh, Vader Darth Vader. <laughs> I just don't care yeah, you're anymore. You're going to buy a, 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 a what's it, uh, a Drago t-shirt? Drago? Yeah, I have <laughs> yeah. a Drago. Drago sweats. Aunt Becky from Full House. <laughs> like me, open, open up my set. Maybe Trump's right. <laughs> I don't know that. Should all of you be here? <laughs> Maybe we should carry around our IDs. <laughs> just maybe. It's got some good ideas, guys. It's got some good ideas, man. He's, this is I just mean, a social red's experiment. A good color. Just a social red experiment. That is a good color. And maybe. yeah, I mean, it's just. Times New Roman is a great font. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, do I have. Shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a big fan of guy. Oh, Trump guys. Uh, on God in them, I am. <laughs> I start. I start blowing up. Oh yeah, you would. For a black guy, oh, you go. You, you oh my god, launching yeah. the stratosphere. You Candace just Owens. hilarious. What'd you think of? We'll end this with talking about just hilarious. What'd you think of just hilarious? Ignorant and dumb. Uh, and I think that's it, people. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Messy Chris Lambert. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Listen to Chris Lambert get canceled. Uh, <laughs> No, Chris this is only. Is Chris is like five minutes away from going, Man, fuck that bitch, man. <laughs> you want me to stre- ah, stretch she- him out and keep him talking? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that ego tripping, man. I think you get a little power. You think you know you can uh, you can do anything, and it. And if she didn't care, if she she didn't know what she was doing, she ain't got good sense. Well, you know, people. I think, uh, especially in the social media age, they market themselves by being outrageous. And guess what? People get yeah. outraged. That's what outrageous does. It outrages people. Right. And then you got to have that crying moment. But she's just someone who's ill-informed, uninformed, not even right. misinformed. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. She didn't know there was a thing called Sikhs, and she still called them six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know there were six. From from Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, know there was a a sick. And I mean, she's only twenty six years old or something like that. She's young, so you know maybe she's got shit to learn. But you know, you're messy Randall, and outrageous. No, I worked with a girl who has a name similar to hers, but I didn't work with her. I can't remember the girl's name. Oh, okay. It wasn't her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's uh, yeah. Her name is basically a. Uh, it's like an open mic intro. Right. <laughs> Your next comic is hilarious. Give it up for Jess. But she doesn't know a lot about the world, and she decides to say outrageous things, and people get outraged. That's, right. That's how that works. You just have to sit your ass on that plane and hope they don't do anything. Yeah. Even <laughs> if you didn't. <laughs> no. You know, well, here's the thing. Is you that take they, yourself off the plane. Get off the plane. You don't take the them yeah. off the plane. They got yeah. the security. Yeah. <laughs> they right. got the security. Get your ass off the plane. If you're the one that oh, needs to save don't space. Trust, you don't trust the TSA, Jess? <laughs> really? <laughs> You don't trust those people, those underpaid people that have to work hard. You don't it's, trust those guys. It's Chris. Gals. Chris is gonna get people kicked off planes in like a year. Now is she married to country whatever the fuck. Country Wayne. I yeah. think she's, date, she's dating. Well, that's just her man. Okay. But hey, but hey, she's booked and busy. 
She's well, doing something right. Yeah, she's, she's doing something right. She's securing a bag. She's working hard, man. Hey, she's hey guys, she's getting that bag. So <laughs> that's all that counts. She's going to be at Caroline's. I yeah. mean, she's going to yeah. be. You know, maybe opening for D Ray. You know who she else is, is getting that bag? Is that Donald Trump is getting that bag? You know, so yeah. he's doing something right. Yeah. Doing, doing something right. You know. By the way, all that all that shit she was talking about, all that uh, y'all can kiss my ass shit. That shit lasted all of about forty five minutes. Yeah. And then she was crying well, she, in the video. She didn't know what a sick was. There you go. All that you can kiss my ass. Suggesting y'all could just kiss my ass if y'all don't like this shit. I'm just saying what's real. What's really real out in these streets? What the fuck yeah. I'm doing? That shit lasted all the 45 minutes. Bravado. Everybody and has her a... ass. Well, her ass was crying in a video. Yeah, that only <laughs> yeah. worked for Kanye. It only worked for like f- that, five that, years. That f- that fake bullshit, tough girl shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Also saying yeah. I didn't know that there were six. I didn't know what they were. Uh, is suggesting that. If they were Muslim, you'd be right. You'd be right. You know, it's to, not b- to fuck with these Muslim people. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just a lack of empathy that people have, and they let her get away with all that shit. So, why uh-huh. would she think anything different? Why would she you think know? she shouldn't? Yeah, when she's got a guy like Lil Rel in her corner, like, oh, y'all just need to forgive her. And, well, know. he booked her on his show. Well, <laughs> you know, y'all just need to forgive her. But the thing is that uh, then they put it off to they. At least they didn't try to put it off to. I was just joking, right? You know, she, right. she was stuck. She couldn't say that. Well, it's just jokes. She didn't even. She she didn't try that. It was a seek. I think a guy. I see now. <laughs> it was a guy that kind of read her her rights on uh, Twitter. He was a comic. Um, yeah. Seek. Yeah. Comic? I don't know if he was seek or not. I think he's Muslim. Oh, you gotta move that Muslim mic. Guy. Move that mic away from your mouth. It's distorting. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. I think he, I think he kind of read her her rights a couple uh, days ago. Yeah. I mean, he called her. I out. mean, but looking at her schedule, she's booked more than we are, guys. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> well, she's hilarious. She's the, the Wilbur. She's wow. hilarious. And if you didn't know that, you can see it in her name. You change your <laughs> name to uh, Chris. Very good friend of mine. You're gonna love him. <laughs> just <laughs> whatever open mic intro you can come up with to make your name yeah Could you change your name to chris just, this guy yeah chris uh, that's working. gonna be that's gonna be mine randolph this guy i'm gonna be andy working all over the city <laughs> clubs and col- clubs clubs and, and colleges, colleges chris up and down the east coast up and down the east coast make it regional like east coast randolph <laughs> it's because stand-up is not respected well, uh, this will be and, this will be why. <laughs> and anybody can do well, I it. I saw a and thing I, when I, I saw a thing when um was the prostitute who just who just started doing sets. Stormy Daniels? Stormy Daniels and people were defending her on other threads and I I went on one thread and somebody said Felicia Michaels not defending her was just like this is kind of whack. And I was like, yeah. And then somebody came in and was like, there's no problem with this. She's just a comic trying to get paid. I'm like, well, yeah, there's a, there's a problem with it. She's securing a bag, guys. You know, I'm like, there's, yeah, she's getting there's, the bag, there's, so. there's a problem with it. There's yeah. a huge problem with it. It's disrespect to, it's disrespect to the art. There's a lot of people out there who should be getting that shot, who are right on the edge of being a headliner and who are going to have to wait years to get that shot, and who are uh-huh. ready to do that shot, but then here you come. Because you got fucked sans condom by the president. And for someone who has been usurped by amateur porn, 
Yeah. You would think she would understand the <laughs> amateurs coming in and, and encroaching on your space. Damn, you know? that's a good point. That's <laughs> you know? a great point. I, I had a great joke wow. that not enough people liked. I said, uh, comedians to Stormy Daniels are saying, you don't see us coming down to your job and putting dicks in our mouths, which I thought was a hilarious line. Yeah, yeah. That's the heckler line is, I don't come to your job and knock the dicks out of your mouth. mouth. Yeah. Right. It was a, it was a, I turned the phrase. Did you see what Stormy's, uh, yeah, we're going to leave this little not funny joke that in your mind. It was great. Just leave it laying down. It was hilarious. Did you see what she said though? Her reply was, well, I've been on Saturday Night Live and I've been on this and I've been on that and I've done (laughs) sketches. I'm like, yeah, none of that is stand-up comedy. Not none of that is stand-up comedy. None of that is the same. And, and the only reason you were even there is because again, you let Donald Trump run up inside you sans condom. Right. That That's why. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you were and trying to not, secure the bag. And it won't be a problem until those people who say it's not a problem go to the show and pay a hundred bucks for the tickets or however much they pay on top of, and not to mention the food and drinks, getting the babysitter, spending the whole night going to see her, and right. the shit is whack. Yeah. Right, right. And that's and that's that's the thing where there's no respect, where it where it goes back to what we were talking about in the last episode, where you go pay money ticket uh, ticket prices for people to see something that you can't do right. to see somebody be excellent at a particular craft. Right. And that's what's that's what the where the problem lies. And, yeah, she's not taking our spot like technically she's not. But that's. That's a night where people could go have seen a real comic. Right. You know what I mean? Even if it's not us, even if it's somebody that we might bitch about, but it's somebody that can actually do the job. Like Will Smith. Well, Will Smith, <laughs> I mean, he might be doing just for laughs soon. So don't <laughs> don't get jealous. Promising get young jealous, kid. Guys. Promising young kid on yeah. the comedy scene. But he <laughs> at least he admitted how hard it is. Will Smith ain't trying to put no tour together. <laughs> No, he's, he's like this some bucket list shit. I just want to do a set. <laughs> I just want to do. A, I just want to do a set. He had Dave Chappelle. I watched right. it. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle. And people we know. Janelle James. Noah Garden Schwartz. You know. Yep. Yeah, I'm just. Real I just want to. I just want to do a set. I don't want to. You know. I'm not trying to go knock somebody out of a headline spot. And he didn't. He, he, yeah, his, but he could if he wanted to. But he doesn't, and that's the point. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He could. And by the way, he'd probably be better than her. <laughs> I have no doubt oh, that sure he would be better. He'd be far better than she would. He would be entertaining. I have no yeah. doubt because he knows how to be funny. We've never seen her be funny. We've seen it's her take like, a oh. cum shot in the face, but we've never but seen. But there's her probably be some funny. good bloopers. Well, there you go. <laughs> she has clapped back well, on people on Twitter in funny ways at times. That you know so, that doesn't you translate. Know, people with great Twitter feeds are great at comedy. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, he, I mean, I opened for works, Jeremy right? Piven. Yeah, his name, his name Piven came up on that thread that I was on. Jeremy I thought Piven? about you. Yeah. Is, is he doing an hour? He was doing like 45 to it. Like talk, he was telling stories and stuff. Okay. But do you think I'm going to turn it down the first night that I get to work in a, a club that I've been trying to work at it's for It's not about you years? turning it down or, or taking it or not taking it. It's not about, for you, it's just work. That's that's all it is. Yeah. It's not about turning I it down. I went in and, and fucking destroyed. Yeah. He had to follow me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But, <laughs> this is Chris is getting messy again. <laughs> messy again. 
Gruden was nice. He was really nice. Yeah. You know, I, he was nicer than I thought he would be. Yeah. Way nice. You ain't got no choice. <laughs> uh, well, after after what he got, I didn't know what happened. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. Somebody told you know he lost a show on CBS. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, he got me too, right? He was on the first ones. Yeah, yeah he got me too. Taking out of the pain. I like how I like how as guys we say he got me too. <laughs> it's like verb. the shit <laughs> happened to him, even though he was <laughs> doing shit. Any right. guy, if he was right, if he was if he was wrong, <laughs> man, he got me too. I mean, shit. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like it just replaced the word caught, I guess. It's yeah, like an acknowledgement. Now it's just caught. It's, it's yeah. we know what you were doing by saying me too. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you were doing and you know what the fuck you were doing. You got doing. busted is what it got. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. So I don't know, man. People still showed up. That shit was sold out. Of it was people they did. trying to fighting to get in that motherfucker. People going to go see Stormy Daniels too. Yep. All right, y'all. We're going to bring this one home. Y'all go see Stormy Daniels in your neighborhood. Go see Jess Hilarious. <laughs> go, see Je- go see Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Yeah. But but don't go see me. Yeah. Uh, work don't go see me. Don't come see myself. Don't come see me. Don't come see me tonight at uh, uh, Seasons and Sessions in Adams Morgan. Yeah. Don't don't come do Real that. Real artists working on their craft. Yeah. yeah. At Paisano Italian <laughs> Restaurant. <laughs> and... and in Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's where the art happens. That's where the art happens, dude. A, a week later, I'll be in Mount Arlington, uh, New Jersey, in a Marriott. He's so it's mad. Not, He's con- leaned into the camera saying that. He's so mad. He leans in into the con- camera. It's in a conference room, but there's a Fuddruckers near it. So I'll go to Fuddruckers after. His head is all maybe- big on the screen. And after, <laughs> He's pointing. And after I get... After I get off work from getting up in the morning at four thirty and working a day job, I'll go. I'll go probably go see a movie and then I'll do the show, and then I'll go to Fuddruckers after the show. So then after the the, after the movie and and Fuddruckers, that's half the show money spent. Yep. So that's it. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that money, not to mention his parking. (laughs) Yeah, you got to pay for parking. Parking. No, I don't think I. Nah, yes. no, I won't have to. Oh, they validate. Yeah, that's a good gig. Yeah, it's a good gig. It's good. It's good. It's yeah, they validate your parking. Yeah. It's pretty good. They validate your parking, guys. All right, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Come on back, y'all. We're here for Come y'all. Come see me tomorrow night, Friday at eleven thirty at Big Hunt for the Underground Comedy Festival late night show. Friday night, the uh, the festival starts on Wednesday. It goes through Saturday. I'm on the Friday night late show at Big Hunt. Yeah. Chris getting another Chris call. Chris just got dropped off. Again, yeah, oh, are you back? Another call. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay, y'all. Thanks so much. We appreciate y'all as always. You freeloaders for life. Y'all come on back. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. We'll be here for y'all. We want to thank Chris. Chris sat in for two, y'all. Y'all didn't hear the first Thanks one, you so freeloaders. Much, guys, this has been fun, man. This has been, been great. I hope uh, that I'm not canceled after this, but if not... <laughs> Well, Maybe you'll I'll have, be your problematic fave. You'll have the redemption arc. We'll bring you back to apologize. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, all redemption. And mispronounced seek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Chris, stay on the line. Hey. Let's bring this home. Right. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. All right. I'm Chris Lambert. Hey, we're three guys on. We're out. No yeah. canceling. Hey, do not vibe with y'all niggas. Y'all be hating. Young nigga, dope nigga, paper chasing. Whatever I gotta work for, that's the payment.
been grinding for a minute, I've been patient I do not vibe with y'all niggas, y'all be hating Young nigga, dope nigga, paper chasing Whatever I got, I work for, that's the payment I've been grinding for a minute, I've been patient Now will you ride with me? So young is the night, it's about 9.55 And it's the right time to slide by, get high fives And leave with upwards of five dimes No effort, I don't try, no fable, I don't like We cruising in my ride, we're dipping while haters trying to catch up like french fries we're moving from side to side in the web like this out of these